Hello, hello. Just wanted to do a quick intro to this episode. This is actually the first training from my Momentum 2024 free program. It will be a free program for a limited amount of time, after which it will be turned into a paid program. So I highly recommend that you sign up for the entire program in order to get the full benefits of the Facebook group and being able to ask questions and getting all five parts with all the graphics and explanations and the tools and everything I'm going to be giving you. So basically in Momentum 2024, my goal is to help you plan out your 2024 to ascend to your next level of CEO mom, to bring your business to the next stage of growth or next two stages of growth, and to really create a plan to hit your goals, your income goals, your lifestyle goals that actually make sense for you and your life and your business. And so the first foundational piece, as always, is going to be the mindset piece. And I'm going to be walking you through a bunch of different areas to consider when um, mastering your CEO mom mindset. So this is it. This is the entire introduction. I'm going to move you on to the training, but I would love for you to join us in Momentum 2024. We already have over 70 people in there. The Facebook group is filling up and I would love for you to join us to plan out your 2024 in the best, most aligned way possible as a business mom. So let's get started and I cannot wait to hear your takeaways. Welcome to the Raising Your Business Podcast. I'm your host, Yael Bendahan, founder of CEO Mom Academy, Mama 5, and lifelong reading addict. This podcast is here to empower moms to run their businesses and lives like the powerhouse CEO they are. I want you to believe that you can have the business success you desire and be present with your family and to give you my best tips and strategies for how to make that happen. I'll be sharing the honest reality of balancing motherhood and business, business models that work for you, marketing with simplicity, and the mindset of CEO Mom. Now, let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome to Momentum 2024, our first training, Master Your CEO Mom Mindset. I am so excited to be here. I cannot even begin to describe to you. Um, This is like an upgraded version of a a training I did back in 2021, and I went over it and updated it for 2023 um, because life has changed, business has changed, things have changed since the 2020, 2021, 2019, 2018, and I really want you to go into this upcoming year with a full-on mindset that is going to help you grow rather than keep you stuck or stagnant where you currently are. If you want to stay where you currently are, that is totally fine too. But if you do want to grow your business in the upcoming year, this is for you. So what I'm breaking down for you today, I'm going to put my face over here. What I'm breaking down for you today is how to go from scarcity solopreneur thinking to cash attracting CEO. And I'm not here to promise you that money is going to start flowing in tomorrow, but I can promise you that I will give you the tools to go from maybe I can hit 10K this month, if I'm lucky, if it all works out, to 10K is my new minimum. And when I first started my business, I wanted to make 1 to 2K extra per month, and I wasn't really thinking past that. I remember sitting at my kitchen table, and my mom was, actually I was sitting at my mom's kitchen table, and she was working, and I was like exploring this whole new world of online business. And I remember saying to her, mom, I think I can make like an extra thousand dollars a month. And she was like, wow, that is incredible. Sorry, that is incredible. And it was incredible at the time because that was the approximate equivalent in shekels. I live in Israel to a a part-time job, right? And as a mom with no high school diploma, no higher education, 
that was pretty much all I'd be able to probably make in a part-time job, but I would be able to do this without even leaving my home. So that felt like a huge deal for me. Obviously, now things have changed. I know what my new minimum is. I know what I want to make, what I want to be bringing in for myself and my business as a whole. Um, But how much per month would it change your life? Would it be $10,000 a month? Would it be $20,000 a month? Would it be $50,000 a month? Would it be $5,000 a month? And I just want you to think like, I don't want you to be like, oh, my, my goals are like, my goals are too small. I want you to start with whatever your next goal feels right to you. But I want you to believe that there is more and that you can think bigger for yourself. Okay. That is what I want for you because even $10,000 a month, when you take away business expenses and tax and all that kind of stuff, it's not going to leave you taking home $10,000 a month. And $20,000 a month is not going to have you taking home $20,000 a month, right? So I want you to know exactly how much money it would take to really change your life, to change everything for you, to go from stressing out about whether you're going to be able to pay your mortgage to not even thinking about it because it just goes out automatically on auto pay, from debating whether or not to get your kid a new bike or maybe wait till next year to getting your kid a new bike when they outgrow it because that's just what happened, from going to, oh my gosh, I would love to get this new fridge to yeah, I'm going to get this new fridge because it is going to make my life so much easier and I don't even need to think about it because I already have a fund for that. To go on a vacation to wherever the heck you want to go with your entire family. I know like for me, one of my big goals is to take my family to Orlando to do Disney, to do to do Disney, Universal, things like that. But I have five kids right now and to travel from Israel to Florida with everything, with all expenses, with, with the tickets, with everything, would probably be about $30,000 plus. And right now we're in a place, we're trying to save up for a whole bunch of things. We're trying to, we have some plans for our home. We have some some projects in the works. But I know that for me feels like my goal. And I, I feel like when I can just drop 30K without blinking an eyelash on a trip to Orlando, I'm going to feel like, okay, wow, that is life-changing for me. But I want to know what would be life-changing for you, okay? So what I want you to first know is that if you can provide a solution to a big problem, you can charge big. Yes, even in 2023. Yes, even in 2024. And I know things seem crazy, right? Things seem like, oh my gosh, AI is taking over. The the market is so saturated. That is true. AI is a big part of our life right now. There are so many more people in the online space. That being said, our job as business owners is just to hone in our messaging and our marketing and our offers so that they are exactly what our people want so we can show our people that's exactly what they want and what they need and why you are the best person for them. And then it doesn't really matter if there are so many people on the in the, in the same industry as you. It does not matter if AI, we all know, okay, we can all recognize AI posts a mile away. I don't know if you can, but I certainly can. When I see Facebook posts completely written by AI, I'm like, okay. And I actually think that the fact that so many people are going to be leaning into AI means that even more, the human element of business is going to be so much more important in 2024, 2025. There is room for growth. There is room for competition. For you to be competition with all these people, I totally believe in you. So this event is for you if you're a business mom who is already established in her business but wants to turn her solo efforts into a full-on offer suite that gives her sustainability, profit, and freedom at six plus figures. I always say six figures, but I'm like, no, I want to go beyond that. Twenty, Sorry, $200,000 a year, $300,000 a year, half a million a year. I want multiple six figures for you. If you're tired of being a best-kept secret and want to be known as the go-to in your industry, okay? If you feel like you've been mostly getting business through referrals or, oh my gosh, I don't even know how I got my clients. It feels like, a fluke. I don't like using that word, but very often we feel like we fell into our business or we just 
slid into what we were doing and we don't really know how to replicate it. That's that that was where I when I was in 2020 realizing that I did not have a consistent system to get clients in. I did not have consistent offers that I was selling people. That was when I realized that I wanted to put myself out there as the go-to for what I want to be known for. And that is what changed everything for me in 2020. Um, if you're ready to massively uplevel your mindset, your business model, and your revenue in 2024 and create a plan that actually works with your lifestyle, because very often um, we look at these business models or we look at these gurus and be like, oh my gosh, I want a business like that. Or I want to be, I want to be able to do this. Or I need a, I don't know, whatever it is. I need a signature course. I need to a high ticket group program. I, I should sell. I could just grow an agency, right? And you need to have a business model that actually makes sense for you. And different business models and different offer suites may make sense for you at different points in your life, at different points in your business as well. And so I want you to create a plan that actually works with your life right now and the life that you actually desire for yourself and for your family. If you know you're meant for big things with your business, but you're just a little bit stuck on the how and what to really scale consistently. If that's you, if you're like, I know that this is not it, this is not everything. I just need to know what to do to scale beyond where I currently am. If you struggle to plan ahead in business and actually execute, whether it's because you don't have the support or because life just keeps coming up and you didn't account for it in your plans, trust me, I am the queen of life coming up. I've had so many freaking things come up in this past year. It's been completely ridiculous. And honestly, from 2020, when I had my when I got pregnant with my daughter and then and there was a pandemic and then literally from from then. Even if you don't live in a country that is currently at war, even if you don't have things like anxiety or depression or, or random big life things that happen in your business, as a mom, your life is going to be so fluid because anything can come up at any time. Kids can get sick or you might be having another child, right? You might or you might be planning to move, move states, move countries, right? Things are always going to be coming up in your life, especially if you are a mom, but just in general, because life just lives. And I want you to be able to create a plan that can work with that and work with where you want to be able to rest, where you want to be able to go hard. I know as a or as an Orthodox Jew, I have a holiday approximately every single month. Now, some are bigger than others. Some require more work than others, right? But I know, for example, in the September, October time of year and around April, I would say generally around April, that's the high holiday season and that's Passover season. And I know that I cannot expect to execute anything big, any big projects in my business during those two time periods because it is just not, it just does not align with my life. It doesn't matter how much I would like to do it, but it will just create a huge amount of stress for me. So I want you to be able to plan ahead in your business based on your life and based on your priorities and what's important to you. And I want you to be able to plan based on that and be able to execute because you've accounted for the things that might come up or left space for you for things to come up. And if you're a mom or mom-to-be that is serious about building a business and legacy that can support your family and your long-term goals, and not just quick cash infusions, although those are fun too. I have a cash injection boot camp, which I absolutely love, which my clients have used, which I've used many times to, to make quite a lot of money in a short amount of time. But businesses can't be built just on cash infusions. You want long-term planning. And what we're going to cover in Momentum 2024 today, and also in our next trainings, We'll work seamlessly for coaches, consultants, course creators, dietitians, nutritionists, agency owners, sleep coaches, solopreneurs, basically anybody who sells a digital product or service in any niche. And whether you sell online courses or masterminds or one-to-one coaching or online done-for-you, done-with-you services or eBooks or retreats, this is all going to work for you. So my goal and intention for you is that you walk away from this event 
knowing the exact mindset shifts that enabled me to stop getting in my own way and make more money in seven months than I'd ever made in a year, and to help you make more CEO mom moves in 2024. I want you to walk away feeling confident that your offer suite supports your clients in the best way possible, feels like an energetic match for you, and aligns with your income goals. Very important. And on your way to a full 2024 sales plan that leaves room for vacation, family time, and the occasional random life just lifing. For those of you who don't know me yet, hi, I am Yael Vendahan, and since 2019, I have never had less than a six-figure year in my business, which is pretty awesome considering the amount of things that have gone up and down in my life since 2019. I built a six-figure business within the first two years of my business and then spent the next two years hustling until I figured out the way to have a business that didn't drain the life out of me, during which I pretty much created another six-figure coaching business working part-time because that is when I had my baby, who is this cute little girl over here. My clients have hit their first and consecutive five-figure months and halved their work hours when we work together. I worked as a coach and behind the scenes of multiple six- and seven-figure businesses, and I pivoted my business in 2020 while pregnant with my fifth child, and I still crossed 110 k in revenue while working only seven months out of that entire year based on the strategies that I teach in my programs. So as a busy mom of a growing family, I wanted a business that didn't burn me out, offers that were scalable, a marketing plan that I could actually keep up with, and systems to make sure that I wasn't wasting any more time than I had to. Those are, though that's my family. Those are my boys, my husband, my four boys, and my little girl. This is at my oldest son's bar mitzvah. That was last December, and that was quite a crazy time. I actually, I actually completely funded this bar mitzvah with my Black Friday sale. Uh, it was very cool, and it really showed me that this is what I want. I want business to be able to give my family the, the life that I want for them. And to that end, I help moms build scalable, sustainable six-figure businesses working part-time. And I want to help you create a marketing plan and a business plan that will help you work smarter and not harder. So how do you build a CEO mom mindset that will actually bring you to multi-six figures? So there are four parts to this. Number one is intention. Number two is money. Number three is time. And number four is support. And we're going to go through all four of these. Intention. Do you actually know what your goals are? What is actually, sorry, what is actually important to you when it comes to your business? So knowing what your priorities are, is your priority more time, more money, less working hours? Maybe you want to connect more with people. Maybe you want to connect less with people. Maybe you want to travel, right? Do you know what your goals actually are, right? Is it income? Is it working a certain amount of hours? Is it time freedom? What kind of business do you want? What are your dreams? Write them down, put them out into the world. All right, and this might seem, okay, duh, I've done all this journaling kind of stuff. But if you think this is just fluff, I was planning out 2024 with my client M a couple of weeks ago. And one of the things that she put on her plan was becoming a public speaker. Okay, and we were going through her whole plan and she had six or eight things that she wanted to do next year. And I'm like, okay, let's like trim this down a tiny bit. But becoming a public speaker was one of the big things that she really, really wanted to do. And I could also see that not only would it be a great thing that like she could do, but it also serve her business as well, because she could actually generate leads and clients for her services with her public speaking. So it really fit in with her overall plan, besides being something that was actually her dream. So on our call last week, okay, this was like two, three weeks ago. Okay. So on our call this past week, she told me that she'd been putting that intention out there verbally and mentally, and she already has a speaking engagement booked for March, 2024. Okay. That's four months from now. How bananas is that? How awesome is that? She set that intention very clearly, very deeply, and she decided that this is what she is. She's becoming a public speaker in 2024, and she is now a public speaker in 2024. 
So setting your intention matters, okay? It makes a difference. I know it seems like fluffy and it seems like just some sort of manifesty, whatever, whatever you want to call it, all right? I truly believe this and I am religious and as, as you probably know, I'm an Orthodox Jew and one of the one of the big things in my faith is that words matter so much. And if you know the story of creation, right? God literally created the world with words, right? He spoke and things were created. And since we are all a tiny part of God and you know our souls are a small part of God, we have that capacity to speak and to create with our words, right? For good and for bad. And so setting your intention, speaking your goals, speaking your dreams out, not hiding them and being embarrassed and being like, oh my God, this seems like way too big. And am I, am I, what is it, playing above my, playing above my, I don't even know what it is. Something above my pay grade or, or um, whatever it is. I don't even know. <laughs> Sorry. But I don't want you thinking you're overstepping or overreaching or people are going to be like, oh my gosh, do you want a 100K business when you just made $10,000 last year? I don't care. Okay. Set your intention what you want your business to look like. What do you want your life to look like on a day-to-day basis. And this has really, I know this sounds crazy. I, when I started doing this, when one of my coaches told me to start doing this, writing down like every day, what does your average day look like? What is your average day, your average ideal day look like, right? What does your life look like? What do you want to do? What do you want to accomplish? I wrote, there are so many things. When I look back at that, I wrote down so many things and they all happened. Okay, not they all, sorry, not all of them happened. A lot of them happened, right? A lot of the things that I wrote down happened. And the fact is, the fact is that when you are really committed to a dream, and you keep it top of mind, front and center all the time, right? And you don't let doubts and hesitations keep you from continuing to keep going and going and putting yourself out there, then you will achieve them. I fully believe that for you. Okay, money. So how do you think about money? All right, and this is a little bit of, this is again, money mindset, right? So this is all mindset stuff. How do you think about money? What stories are you telling yourself about money and where do they come from? Because I want you to think, number one, like, I would love for you to write down a few things that come to mind for you when you think of the word money. And you could feel free, please, to, if you're watching this in the Facebook group, share in the chat what are thoughts that come up for you when you think about money. So if you're th- are you thinking things like, oh my God, I need it, or money equals materialistic, or I don't have enough, right? Or are you thinking things like, there's enough for everyone, right? When I tell you what stories are you telling yourself about money and where they come from, there are so many things, there are so many stories that I told myself in my life, in my business. My, my dad, my father-in-law is a very active, successful businessman. My father, his father had a business, a few, couple of, a few businesses, and they'd all fallen through. And so my dad was like, going to college, I'm going to medical school, I'm becoming a doctor, I'm going to get a job, right? And I'm in, and then running, we, don't, we just don't do business, okay? Running businesses just does not work out for us. It's better to just go and, and get a degree and get a job. I did not get a degree. I did not get a job. And I started a business. And I remember at the beginning thinking, I don't know, like, I don't know if we're cut. I mean, my family just doesn't do business. Not, not taking into consideration that there are many other people in my family who do and are very successful, but also thinking about just because this meant this for my grandfather does not mean that it's the same for me, right? So everyone has their own stories about money that are in their heads and their self, sub, subconscious or conscious, okay? And I'm just wondering, like, what stories are you telling us about money? from your history, from your experience, from your parents' experience, from maybe friends, and where do they come from? If 2023 has been a bit of a rougher year business-wise, I promise you that you are not alone. I like to look at this year as a slingshot year, the one where we pull back so we could spring forward to the momentum in 2024. And that's what I'm helping you do in my upcoming free program, Momentum 2024. We're going to help you map out the CEO mom mindset the aligned business model, and the strategic sales plan to help you achieve your biggest goals as a business mom 
in 2024. I'll also be sharing behind the scenes of my exact offer suite and sales goals for this upcoming year after one of the hardest years of my life and how I'm designing my business to create more margin, simplicity, and profit while making over half a million dollars. That is my plan. So sign up now for free at yaelbendahan.com slash momentum2024. The link is in the description and I cannot wait to share this free program with you. All right, now back to the show. So here are a few money stories or money thoughts that I find very often come up for my clients and that have come up for me in the past as well, right? So instead of thinking, well, I have enough money to do X, Y, Z, try, I have the power to create money. There is more than enough money in the world for me to have what I want and what I need. Instead of I'll be successful when, okay, Try, I'm already successful because I'm making CEO moves and showing the F up. Okay, so now I'll be successful when, oh, I'll consider myself successful when I hit 10K months. I'll be successful when I have 100K months. I'll be successful when I hired my first uh, full-time employee. No, you're already successful. Every action you take towards your goal is success. Instead of I can't have the money I want because of XYZ, try, I deserve to to make big money despite what circumstances or people in my life have told me. Instead of no one would pay me that much money for this because, try, if I can deliver a solution to someone's big problem, I can charge big money. Yes, even in 2024. Now, granted, I'm not going to say, oh, yes, you can sell an ebook for a million dollars. Although, you know what? You probably could if it was good enough, right? If it had million dollar level information in it, people would buy that kind of thing, right? People are buying crypto. A cryptocurrency is basically like fake money. People are buying NFTs. They're just assigning a value to it. And and people, when people pay for it, they automatically agree to that value. And now this thing has value, whereas it didn't exist before. Or it doesn't actually, it doesn't even exist at all, to be honest. I want you to think if people can buy a painting, a canvas with a banana duct tape to it and call that art and pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for it, then people can pay you if you can solve a big problem for them. Instead of consistent five-figure months feel like they're so far away, I want you to think five-figure months are my next natural step and they can happen with ease. Okay, now let's talk about time. Do you value your time? And automatically you're going to say, yes, of course I do, right? Of course I value my time. When you say, when you, before you answer this, I want you to think about these questions. Do you set boundaries on your time or are you available to everyone all the time? Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you should not be available to help people if you want to be able to help people. I know I like one of my values is being available to help my family and my friends whenever I can. Right. So to this, just today, I babysat for my niece. Um, my sister had a had an appointment and she just had a new baby a couple of weeks ago and I'm home and she was like, can you babysit for her? And I was like, of course I can. And and that is a value to me to be able to do that, to be able to take the time in my day to cuddle my new niece two hours because she is so freaking cute and so delicious and I'm obsessed and I just love babies. So it was honestly, it was fun for me too. If people ask me if I can make dinner for someone who had a baby or or if I can baby watch their kids while they run out somewhere or they or host them for a meal, right? My That is one of my values. I would be able to be available for that. But if you are available to everyone all the time, then that is not setting boundaries. In fact, I was asked the other day if I could bake bake some stuff for a, a school event. And I'm not going to be able to attend the school event because I'm going to, I have something else going on. And I was about, literally on the tip of my tongue, I was about to say yes. And I was like, you know what? I really can't this time. I'm really sorry, but I can't. I normally would say yes. I always say yes, like automatically, but I just really can't. 
and that felt good to me because I knew that like most of the time I would, right? But I know that if I added this extra baking task to my plate, it would create a huge amount of stress for me. And I did not want that because my family doesn't deserve that and neither do I. Do you set boundaries or are you available to everything and everyone all the time? And that same goes for clients who may not, may not be ideal clients or clients who are messaging you outside of work hours. Are you showing them that you have boundaries or are you just showing them that they can just walk all over you? And I'm not saying that when it comes down to an emergency, you should not answer a client. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But if you make a habit of it, you set the boundaries, right? If you tell your kids no and then they, they complain for like five minutes and then they say, okay, fine. You say, okay, fine. Yes. That is showing your kid that you do not hold to your word when, it, when you say no, right? And same thing goes with clients. Do you spend your time doing small tasks that don't really move the needle but make you feel like you are? Here are some examples, okay? Taking another course that you're probably not going to implement anytime soon. Creating new graphic templates for social media when there are so many out there and you probably have a whole bunch, but you're just playing around in Canva for no reason. Playing around with your website and updating things on your website. I'm not saying your website should never be updated, but for hours and hours on end, probably not. Tech stuff that takes you hours to figure out, right? That is not needle-moving stuff. That is stuff you can hire a tech VA for an hour, pay them $50, and have it all done and dusted for you. So what are the needle-moving tasks in your business? I'm going to give you a few examples, but everyone's business is going to be slightly different, okay? So examples of needle-moving tasks in your business is client work that only you can do and isn't really worth outsourcing yet. So I like to, I like to, I prefer to keep the client work as much as possible under kind of my, my, like, delivery, right? Unless, of course, it's something that's completely not in my wheelhouse. So when I was building funnels, I would outsource the design because I knew design was not my forte and it would be better for me if I just outsourced it to somebody else. Front-facing marketing. By that, I mean podcasting. No one else can do that for you. It has to be you, right? Instagram stories needs to be you, although you can record things ahead of time and have team members or other people schedule them out for you. You can do that too. Personal outreach and follow-up. Now, you can choose whether or not you want to have team members do this or not. But I really find that when I personally follow up with people, they are so shocked and so they're so excited. And they're like, oh my God, I can't believe it's that you're actually answering me. Like, that's so crazy. Because I'll, I'll send like a voice note and they'll be like, wow, it really is you. I'll be like, yes, it really is me, right? That is That really does make a big difference. Um, sales calls, right? So again, you can outsource sales calls, but I wouldn't do it until, you know, you're probably at the 10 to 20K mark, to be honest. Because um, especially if you are the one working with people, like you want to also vet them and make sure that they are the right fit for you. Okay. That is really important. If you have a group coaching program that's larger and you don't necessarily need to know every single person before they come in, you'll get to know them once they come in. That's different. But generally when you're building up your business, to the 10 to 20 K mark, you want your own sales calls or just not, not do sales calls at all, which is also possible. Creating core content that converts. Okay. Now, Again, like I said, other people can create content for you, but I would say the core content that you create should be coming from you. So whatever that is, whether that's going to be a YouTube video or whether that's going to be a podcast or whether that's going to be your three main social posts that week or your email for the week, like I really do believe that a portion of it should come from you because like I said, people need connection now more than ever. People want and desire and crave connection because there's so much robot stuff out there. All right, so if people feel that it's not coming from you, they'll know. They'll know and they'll feel it. If you're not spending 80% of your time on these types of needle-moving tasks, it is time to reevaluate and think about support. This is called a CEO move, okay? And I have so many clients who have been doing this past year, hiring help, hiring support. I have a client right now who scaled to close to 18K in recurring revenue, and now she's like, I cannot market myself anymore until I have support to deliver to the clients that I already have. Great, this is her next step. 
when you, if you realize that you're not spending 80% of your time on these types of needle moving tasks, you have to move on to support. So there are multiple kinds of support that a mom business owner needs to consistently grow without burning out. And a mom who thinks the CEO is going to have these four minimal support systems. Number one is team. Okay, so this does not mean hiring your first full-time employee. And I know programs that tell you to do that. Like the first thing you want to do is hire a full-time employee. No, you should not. Okay, start with a VA, a virtual assistant to help with the repetitive tasks that aren't needle moving or don't need you to be doing them. And I have a whole list that I give my clients with stuff that, stuff that you need to do and stuff that you don't need to do. And I did this for myself. I made a list of all the things that need, that's done in my business. And then I bolded all the things that only I could do. And now I know everything outside of that can be outsourced eventually. And now I'm keeping that in mind and I'm going to, you know, as I would grow and with my team members, I'd be outsourcing more and more of that stuff. And obviously the more high level it is, right? Copywriting can be outsourced, but I'm a copywriter. And so I will probably be, do, be, do, be doing my own copywriting for a while, okay? But eventually I will, I would like to outsource it because I don't think it needs to be all done by me. But on the other hand, trainings like this still need to be me, still need to be my face, still need to be my voice. Because this is me. You want to learn from me. I'm not going to be outsourcing it to a random team member to deliver all of my content. And by the way, when it comes to going back, sorry, back to team banana. And I highly recommend if you can finding a VA who's good at social media because they can help you get out there in a bigger way while you create a smaller amount of core content. If they can help you repurpose your podcast into social media posts, that is invaluable to help you actually be showing up more consistently without actually having to show up every day consistently, you know, with these posts. Coach, okay, a coach is a second type of support and courses will only take you so far. So this is the picture of me with my coach, Julie, and my baby, Eliana. This was back in May, 2021. I actually brought her with me um, along with my sister. <laughs> Oops. Um, along with my sister, she actually came and, and she actually came and, and babysat for her while I, while I attended my mastermind. But coaching has been what took me from thinking small and just a couple of steps ahead of me in my business to thinking big for myself, to overcoming my mindset crap that was holding me back and creating that genuine transformation inside of me from a solopreneur, from a freelancer to a CEO. Community. It does take a village, okay? And this is, this is my mastermind group. This was back in, oh my God, November 2021. Oh my gosh, this was this Disney World. And this is my mastermind, a part of my mastermind. And I really do feel that it take a village Having a community of other mom business owners who really get it and understand the unique ups and downs and challenges of business as a mom is honestly priceless. And it's going to pay you back so many dividends and emotional support and collaboration and even potential referrals. I've made back the money for my mastermind like almost every single year that I've been in it just from referrals, from collaborations, from connections that I've in the mastermind itself. In fact, my... DI business bundle. I did this with a friend, Kristen, back at the end. We did a paid bundle. I believe it was $99. And we made over $170,000 in one week, thanks to that collaboration and community from all joining together and putting together this amazing bundle and everyone promoting it over 170K. Okay. So that is, and we did not walk away with 170K just for context, because there was a lot of expenses and a lot of affiliate stuff and a lot of dividing it up. But the point is, that is the power of collaboration. That is the power of collaboration and connection with other business owners, especially the ones that are at your business level who are also growth-oriented, and ideally, if you're who are also moms or parents, because they really understand you, whereas people who aren't are not going to the same way. I'm not saying that they can't be great business friends and collaborate and collaborators, for sure, 
But I will say that I have found that my mom business friends have been able I've been able to just relate we've been able to relate to each other a lot better just because we both we all understand the unique challenges of being a CEO mom. And home support, okay? So I don't care if it's a daily cleaner or if it's a teenager who comes to help you fold the laundry twice a week, but enlisting consistent support and enlisting her to be part of your home team. And I learned this from my friend Ashley Bufa. She actually did a, a, a guest training in my program. Um, and she has 10 children. Um, I think 10, 10 children, I believe. Nine or 10. I think 10. And they are all a team and they all work together and they all run their home. She, she runs her home. She is like the captain. They are the crew. They all work together, including her, and then they all rest, and it's amazing, right? And I'm not going to say that my kids are always like, oh, yes, let me help you fold laundry, mommy. Oh, my God, let me do everything for you. They're not, okay? They're normal kids. But overall, enlisting consistent support in your life with your home is crucial in enabling you to think like a CEO. No one can think big when they have cobwebs made out of forgotten laundry in their heads. I tell you what, laundry is like my nemesis, and I've had had to figure so many like systems out in order to make sure that the laundry is always getting done or it's out of sight, out of mind, or it's no longer my problem. Okay. And I want you to think about this. Like, how can you make things simpler for you? How can you do or delegate or delete these things in a way that will make your life easier? So how many of these support systems do you currently have in your life and business? Are they serving you? Are they bringing you to where you want to be? Shifting your thoughts and your actions in these four areas are going to be what take you from a solopreneur mindset to a CEO mom mindset. So are you ready to be the CEO of your business and your life? And give me a yes in the chat if this is you. So I would love for you to share in the group. You could share in the the comments below this video, or you could just share in the group. What was your biggest takeaway from this training? I would really love to hear which one really resonated with you, which one did made you think, ooh, I need more of that support, or oh my gosh, I am spending a lot of time on tasks that are not needle moving, or maybe I should be getting my kids to help me more a little bit, or I should be getting help in my home. What biggest takeaways did you have from this training? So what I wanted to remind you before I finish this training is don't forget to share Momentum 2024 with your friends. This upcoming Thursday, December, I've moved it to December 7th because we ha- we're working on some graphics and things. So I want it to be really nice for you. The CEO mom matrix for business growth. Okay, I'm going to show you the five stages of business growth through the lens of human development and what you need to be doing at every point in your business to get to the next stage. Monday, December 11th at 1 p.m. Eastern live, I'm going to be teaching you how to craft your aligned business model and strategize your sales plan for 2024. And a special bonus training coming on Tuesday, December 19th live in the group, behind the scenes of my business plan. So how I've planned for 500K in my business and how many customers and clients I need in my business to hit that and all that fun stuff. It's going to be great. I'm literally going to be giving you the everything, the entire plan that I have and and exactly how I plan to implement it. Invite your friends. It's at yaelbenden.com slash momentum2024. This link is working again. It was not working, but now it is. So please invite your friends. And I cannot wait to drop the next training in on Thursday. And of course, I would love to hear your biggest thoughts and takeaways from this training. I can't thank you enough for listening to Raising Your Business. I hope this episode has inspired you to take another step towards building a business and life that you love and growing your income in a way that works for you and your family. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. And let's connect on Instagram screenshot and share it on Instagram stories so we can get the word out to more mom business owners like you. Tag me at the Al Bendahan and share your biggest breakthrough from today. See you next week.